Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is going to be my very first episode of this podcast, which I am now going to coin as World Talk. Uh, although uh, that is World Talk is the name, it's going to be discussing a lot of different topics, like like a lot of different topics. Um, and this first one isn't very worldly, to be honest. Uh, the whole first series that I'm planning on doing is going to be around spiritualism. So let's get right into it. Um, the definition of spiritualism is pretty vague, pretty unclear, given that a lot of people who, uh, identify as spiritual don't exactly have the same coin definition for it. So, um, my particular definition of spiritualism is the belief that everyone and everything has a spirit and that we are all connected in some way and Mainly what this podcast is going to be about is going to be about how I first started getting into my, uh, I guess you could call it a spiritual journey, and how I started learning more about the human spirit and the human experience in general. And the first place to kind of start with that is with one word. It is omnism. Most people have no idea what omnism is, and I don't blame you. It's It's not a word that's thrown around quite frequently. But omnism is the belief that no one religion is completely true, but that truth can be found in every religion. Um, I guess, oh God, it's been a while, but it was some time ago I made the executive decision that I no longer wanted to identify as the the religious group that I was raised as, which is Methodist Christian. Um, at that point, I, I kind of just said, okay, I I guess it's time to go out and learn as much as I can and then to kind of figure it out as I go along. I don't have to identify with any religious group. So uh, at that point, I was like, all right, um, where where to start? And I found that term and I was like, okay, this makes a fair amount of sense. Um, For now, I'll identify as an omnist and then we'll see where it takes us. Uh, But the first, first major thing that I began studying was Buddhism because originally I had a lot of intentions to kind of make sure that my life was in check and that I was in balance with who I needed to be Um, and I knew I knew Buddhism would be a good place to start for that and also you know you don't often hear of many well-practiced Buddhists being bad people so I was like all right well if I have any problems or uh kind of issues going on maybe buddhism is the the key to getting rid of that stuff and of course um (laughs) it kind of started with the one thing that everybody associates with buddhism which is meditation um i meditate fairly frequently um but also meditation can be taken in several lights so to some people meditation is just a clear state of mind but in the traditional sense Meditation is going to be when you alter a different uh, state of thinking or a different state of perception. Um, The best way to kind of identify this is, uh, in scientific terms, it's going to be uh, your brain waves. So normally, on a general basis, your brain waves are functioning at a beta level, which is, I forgot exactly what the level of hertz frequencies that is, but... Um, basically, uh, when people get into what is traditionally referred to as the meditative state, 
their brain waves shift from beta to alpha. Um, that's basically like there's other there's other levels either besides beta and alpha. There's delta, theta, and gamma, but um, those don't have too too much to do with meditation itself. Um, a lot of the issues that people have with meditation are going to be like things like mental noise, like they can't really clear their head, um, or they are constantly in a disruptive environment, which is, I'll admit it's a struggle, but you can always just hop in your car and sit in your car or just sit somewhere or drive somewhere. Obviously, if you don't have a car, it can be a bit trickier to find a place that's quiet, but regardless, um, one of the things that I found the most helpful, and this is what I originally started doing with, because I didn't, when I first started meditating, I didn't know a whole lot about it, so I just kind of quote-unquote meditated on various topics um which for me meant like really stepping back viewing things um subjectively and kind of like taking things as okay here's the situation I've been having trouble with let's think about it truly think about it and like analyze it as best we can um but one of the most important things that I ended up learning from Buddhism which didn't really happen until probably this past year or so maybe a little maybe a little earlier than that but I learned about the seven chakras um a lot of people you know wouldn't consider them to have too much general application but if you were to actually get into learning about them and applying them to your life you'll understand that there's a lot to it that can help you on a general basis so there are seven chakras as I mentioned, uh, they are basically referred to as spiraling pools of energy in your body. Um, obviously, um, this form of energy is typically referred to as chi um, or life force energy. But basically, the seven chakras run up the spine. So the bottom first chakra called the root chakra is going to be at the base of the spine. And the final, the seventh chakra is going to be called the crown chakra, and that's going to be directly on the crown of your head. Um, I will go into detail about each each individual chakra and its its uh, traits and conditions and things of that nature. But um, if you want to skip through this part, feel free. I know a lot of people who have studied Buddhism already know about all this stuff, but um, I'm about to go over everything, so the uh, the root chakra the very the one that starts at the base of the spine um it deals with survival and it is blocked by fear so basically what happens is in order for you to be in balance with who you are the energy has to flow through all the chakras easily and so when things are out of alignment in your life these chakras get blocked so that root chakra is blocked by fear and the way to uh open it obviously is through meditation and in that sense meditating on what you're afraid of and letting go of that fear um obviously fear doesn't only take on one form it can come in a lot of different forms whether it's like fear of abandonment or fear of a specific thing in your life like you know losing your job or something of that nature but letting go of that fear and just kind of like having uh conditional or unconditional faith i guess is the way to phrase it the second chakra is called the sacral chakra uh it deals with pleasure and is blocked by guilt so um 
basically, obviously, it's going to be a fairly similar concept. So the things that you feel guilty for, you need to kind of let go of. And I know that can be tough sometimes because everybody makes mistakes. And that's kind of the basis on how you let go of that guilt is like everybody makes mistakes. And literally sometimes that will be it can come in a very, very bad extent. Some people admittedly have done some pretty terrible things in their lives. But to understand that these things happen and whether it was you or another person, it is another part of history and it doesn't affect everyone, although it surely affected someone um it's in the past and so you should forgive yourself for it um but moving on to the third chakra it's referred to as the solar plexus chakra it deals with willpower and is blocked by shame so obviously similar concept going down the line here uh letting go of the things that you're ashamed of um whether this is like Okay, I run into two basic circumstances with this one. Uh, it's either something that you do out of habit that you're ashamed of, or it's past events that occurred that you're ashamed of. And with either of these things, uh, eliminating it if it's a habit, and then letting go of it if it's a past event. Um, but... Again, just letting go of the shame. And I know I'm making this sound like really easy. Trust me, it's not. But it's possible. There's like a there's a blueprint, obviously, or else this wasn't this wouldn't be like a well taught thing. Um moving on to the, the fourth chakra is the heart chakra. Uh, as you can probably assume, this deals with love and is blocked by grief. This can be a pretty tough one for some people. Um, grief is a pretty tricky topic just because of the fact that um, if you've lost someone in your life that you were very attached to, it's hard to let go. It's so hard. Um, and I can totally understand that. But keeping yourself in alignment is going to involve um, letting go and understanding that you can still love said person even though they're gone. Um, and it's okay to just live your life. Um, but also, a little intermission here, a lot of people are like, well, why do I need to do all of this? And why do I need to be in alignment with myself? Um, basically, the premise behind that is the more balanced you are as a person, um, you're going to, if you can uh, align all your chakras, you're going to have total control of all your emotions and thoughts and actions and that's that's pretty uh I'd, I'd be willing to bet a lot of people uh would desire that as a trait um but going back to the the line here the the sixth or sorry the fifth chakra in the line is going to be the throat chakra this deals with truth and is blocked by lies now this doesn't just mean uh lying to other people although that is a pretty pretty fair issue um it can also be like the lies that you tell yourself uh whether that's subconsciously or just um to avoid pain uh so for example if you're telling yourself that everything is fine and you don't need to worry about something in particular even though subconsciously you're fully aware that it's going to come full circle and hit you harder later um and you just don't want to deal with it now 
avoid the trouble and like confront it then and also help your chakra in the meantime by telling the truth and like okay i should probably deal with this thing the sixth chakra you probably hear a lot about this from time to time either jokingly or in some minor context uh is the third eye chakra it deals with insight and is blocked by illusion in buddhism it's taught that the number one illusion of this world is the illusion of separation uh that all things are connected through the life force known as chi um but also in that sense it it pulls you towards a um sense of unity in the world and kind of the everything should be appreciated state of mind um but obviously letting go of any of the illusions that either you've set up or that occur and i know sometimes like that illusion state can occur through um emotional blindness so for example if you're uh, very emotionally tied to a spouse um which you know you should be but um if you're very emotionally tied to a spouse and they are very manipulative and you kind of have this illusion because of your strong emotional state that it, that there's nothing wrong with them uh it might be a good idea to step back and think subjectively but going to the the very last the seventh chakra i'll be honest a lot of people struggle with with uh cleansing this one it's it's a toughie not gonna be an easy one for sure um it deals with pure cosmic energy and is blocked by earthly attachment and so um the reason that a lot of people struggle with this is because a uh the societal view of love deeply involves emotional attachment or physical attachment and so uh the concept of not having those things is very like reality shattering for a lot of people and it is tough it's a tough concept to to wrap your mind around but um the premise of buddhism uh is that suffering is caused by attachment and so in order to eliminate suffering you eliminate the attachment now this doesn't mean you have to like feel nothing and be a total stone cold piece of crap but um eliminating some of those earthly attachments but still feeling everything like uh, think of it this way you can either pick a flower and have it with you all the time and admire it or you can leave it and come visit it either way you still enjoy the flower but one there's a sense of possession if that makes sense uh with while well, as the other one there's a sense of admiration um but yeah that's that's basically all that's all seven of the chakras um so basically with buddhism when you manage to clear all those chakras you gain control of what is coined as your higher self and you kind of uh have a profound awareness of the world and yourself um but for for more context there's a couple different things that you can research um like the the very basics of buddhism which i didn't really go over um such as the eightfold path uh you can feel free to look that up but um 
there's a couple books that I'll recommend real quick that you can feel free to read at any time. Um, the first one that I ended up reading is called Siddhartha. It's a quick read, a very, very small book. You can get it at Barnes & Noble for like 6 or $7. Um, it talks about the life of Buddha, who, in case you didn't know, his actual name was Siddhartha Gautama. Uh, the phrase Buddha just means the enlightened one. Um, so it kind of talks about how he viewed enlightenment and how he came to uh, possess the knowledge that he has. Uh, the second book, which is definitely going to be, uh, you should definitely um, read after studying Buddhism for a little bit. It's called the Dhammapada. Um, that's D-H-A-M-M-A-P-A-D-A. -A -A. Uh, it basically is like a life guide to... Um, to Buddhism. I'm trying to figure out like how to phrase that. It basically just uh, goes with each applicable situation nearly and talks about like how you should handle things from situation to situation and also in given positions. Um, and the third book, which I have only read some of, is called The Upanishads. It's a much deeper read. I'll go ahead and say that right now. It's a lot denser of a book. Uh, it can be a bit tough to interpret fully. And so, you know, I'll probably end up reading it a couple times to get as much depth out of it as I can. But all in all, that concludes the first episode of World Talk. I hope it hasn't been too boring for you. Um, there will be a second episode coming up soon. And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, the next episode, I don't know what the next episode is going to be on. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that now. Uh, I have it planned, but not in any type of legitimate way. Like, it's, I'm, I'm free-balling it kind of right now. But we're going to see where this goes in terms of uh, podcast longevity. But, yeah, that's it for now. Um, any questions, feel free to contact me. I'm sure I'll have some, some of my information listed around. Instagram is probably going to be the best way, best way to reach me. Um, my Instagram is soul underscore guide underscore. Um, feel free to DM me anytime on there. I'm, I'm usually on there a good bit. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, and hopefully we'll catch you around.